0: everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. Uh, I am your host, Greg Scott, and with me have we got my two friends,
1: Jay Beaverton
0: and the Irish Giant. And on the show, we always go about the fun things like drinking beer, sampling uh, whiskey, and talking about beards or manly things. All right. And for today, we have our beer selection. We have Victory's Golden Monkey and for bourbon, we've got Eagle Rare, one of my personal all-time favorites. Yes. And then we're going to talk a little bit about a beard article that Jim found for us. So, in some kind of order thereof. So, I'm a little thirsty. So, let's open up this Victory. All right. So, Gold Monkey, it's from Victory Brewery, which I don't actually know where they're out of. Probably East Coast
2: somewhere. They're in Downington, Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Okay, Pennsylvania.
1: Okay. Because I, I thought it said VA. And I'm like, oh. Ah, yeah,
2: No, no it's, it's the PA. PA.
0: Jim leave the same. Look, what do we got here, buddy?
1: Well, this is a this is a Belgian style triple. It's based on, I think we had a similar beer to this with the Lefin du Monde. Yeah. Uh, it's very similar to that. It's Americanized. It's brewed in, like I said, Pennsylvania. Uh it's a. it describes itself as a Belgian triple ale with added spices. So I'm assuming they add to maybe during the boil or after the boil. Uh, but it's 9.5%, which but, but mo- you're going to find most triples have a high octane, kind of high ABV like that because of maybe the yeast. And, but it uh, looks like it uses Pilsner malt, which is, gives it – it's going to have a light color, kind of a golden color to it. Uh, it's going to be on the sweeter side, definitely. Uh, not much bitterness. The IB user should be pretty low.
2: 25.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty low. low. Yeah. But, yeah, as you pour it, it's got a pretty good head. Uh, yeah, it's like actually lighter than I thought. It's definitely looks like a pilsner through the glass, but if you smell the head, you get the pilsner notes. You smell that little, little bit of pilsner, yeah. Yeah,
2: I get the yeasty kind of mm-hmm. smell from that. Yeah, actually, looking this up, this is a slightly higher alcohol content too than the fin
1: yes, which might have been their intention just to kind of like hey,
2: maybe, drink yeah. Carbure? But it's, I mean, you're talking nine percent, nine and a half percent. I mean, it's not that it's not noticeable. I don't think it's
0: a half percent between friends
1: right yeah right so. <laughs> some definitely some sweet bread notes on the nose
0: yeah i get sweet and i get yeast kind of makes me think of summer for some reason mm-hmm. or just really hot outside in summer
1: yeah it's definitely still it's going to be even with the high octane ABV, you're still going to have it. it's going to be a light ish beer
2: oh yeah this is one of the the beers you could like just get in trouble with because you don't realize that you're you know pounding down nine and a half percent abv mm-hmm.
1: yeah definitely <laughs> It's more carbonation than I expected. Really? I yeah. not get much on mine because the head is evaporated. And Now it's just leaving a little bit of a little bit of carbon. I've seen some bubbles, but not a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just associate triples and, and quads with like minimal amounts of carbonation. Well, a lot of them are, are bottle conditioned
2: too, so I, I don't know if they do it with this one, but sometimes they'll add that second round of yeast in mm-hmm. there to give it another round of fermentation in the bottle. So,
1: well, I, mine's canned just full transparency oh. so it's didn't, didn't, didn't happen with that because <laughs> it's you can find it pretty much anywhere it's widely distributed i think it's i think victories i can't remember who they're i think they're imbev i'm not sure though who isn't victory i think they're owned by InBev. <laughs> no,
0: no, who isn't, isn't owned who by, isn't InBev. Owned by InBev. who isn't yeah. all right
1: yeah 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 they snatch up a lot of good breweries
0: sometimes they give them their freedom sometimes they crush them in the ground but
1: you know a lot of sweetness throughout yeah yeah yeah, doesn't taste like a nine point five percent.
2: Doesn't no, not at all. No, it's not. And I and I hate to, because for me, my golden standard for a triple is Le So I hate to keep referencing back to it, but because <laughs> I'm just going to. But I, I like the Le I think it personally, I think it's a little bit, little bit sweeter, and it's lower on the IBUs. Because I, I, I don't know. I'm just. I mean, this is fine. It's not. That's what you know. Hard to 20 25. Versus 25, So five percent. Tw- Twenty five Le Fendimont. Um, when I look it up, is telling me is nineteen. Okay. Hmm. Um, okay. But Unibrow puts out a couple different, a uh, couple different triples. I've had two from them, and the other one uh, was Don Do, De and that one is mm. coming up at ten IBU. So I mean, that one, that one was my favorite Unibrow uh, triple. Is it Unibrew or Unibrow? Unibrow,
1: either one, it's fine. However you want to pronounce it, because
0: <laughs> one, one's a dude with like no uh, <laughs> one eyebrow, the Unibrow, mm. and the other is maybe a brewery. I'm surprised it's. It's, it's nice. It's nice. What, what kind of beer isn't nice? You know?
2: Oh, there are many answers to that question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's no, at least there's no onion funky taste or anything like that. That's uh, true. Right. <laughs> it's sweet. It's the mouth feels pretty decent.
1: Mm. It's very quick finish on it too. There's not much lingering. No, there's like no lingering, lingering whatsoever, which is
0: a good and bad thing. I mean, if you get a nasty beer and it lingers your mouth, then why are you drinking the beer? I guess it would be the other question there.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah pretty good sweetness throughout. Yeah, definitely. It finishes very clean, very crisp, still sweetness kind of lingers a little bit, but it's very crushable, which is again, if you're operating heavy machinery, (laughs) uh, also I wouldn't necessarily bring this out if you're spending the day outside or even on a boat, because it will, it will mess you up quickly. It'll get you drunk. It'll get you way drunk. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've had this before uh, a while ago and I, did not realize it was nine point five percent, and so I'd sit there and take yeah. a six pack and had a horrible, mm.
1: horrible, horrible migraine the next day. Though. <laughs> the next day, yeah. Uh, I think I first had this on tap at some pool hall somewhere. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> and then, uh, luckily, I wasn't driving that night. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I would. I, this is probably a great find on tap. I've never seen it.
1: Uh, in a keg. So it was. Yeah, I've seen it a few times, but it's very. We're, then again, I've been out lately, so. <laughs> well, actually, I
2: think the the first time I ever had this was probably. It was before they shut down the uh, the World of Beer in Altamont Springs, and I'm pretty sure I had this on mm. tap at World of Beer the very first yeah, time yeah, I tried it. I'm pretty it. sure it was there
1: too. Yeah, I I bet even money it was. It's it because World of Beer specialized in in finding beers like this yeah. that were that were that because I mean, it's along it, the eastern yeah, Sea. Yeah, you was, could find a
2: can, you could find a bottle, but you know to to find somebody able to tap a gag, you just don't. Yeah. You is know, that
0: company still around? World of Beer. Not Oh, for yes. COVID
2: days i guess they had to scale back but well well they've also i mean it's been since i've been to one probably a year or two but they also they wised up and they realized that they were losing out on a lot of potential business because they didn't have any food and they had to outsource food to like you know food trucks or have people deliver stuff there but um they've got they've got a pretty decent food menu now. I mean, I don't know if, if they're open at all now to serve just food, but yeah. And how, um, yeah, their food's actually pretty decent.
0: I will say I, I appreciate a nice beer place that doesn't have food attached to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not because really. in Virginia, you have to have, basically you have to have food. There's, there's not very, I think there's four in the entire state or that are liquor only, uh, establishments do, the
1: brewer- do the breweries have to have food too or no they're different don't because they're agro-tourisma
0: or agro-tourism okay. uh and vineyards don't but they do because that makes sense it's like a when you go to a brewery yeah, or you vineyard, want your charcuterie you know. yeah when you go there it's an experience right you're gonna go for a while you're gonna sit you're gonna yeah. experience and food's good to have but like yeah. if i'm going downtown or just to have some beers with some friends I don't necessarily need french fries to come it mm well, that's a pretty good beer. I would think you could get into a lot of trouble with that beer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. So I think we're going to move ahead, move ahead, move on, move into the next portion of the show. And this is, we're going to do this beard stuff. Jim found us an article that is painful to read. Uh, and I guess we're going to gonna talk about it and rip it up a little bit. And I don't know, Jim, why don't you, why do you, why don't you tell us why, we pick, why you picked this article?
1: Well, it's because it kind of caught my eye because I was just looking through because I mean, there's everything about like beard stuff. Now, if you just like, let's Google beards and you just wander through some a lot of it's about beard care, which we've talked about before. But the reason why it caught my eye, it's like uh, it's on CNN, which is opinion, but it's is fairly large site. Uh, the ha- headline reads a woman's lament. Please don't grow an effing beard. And that's effing spelled E-F-F-I-N-G. And it's basically breaking down the article on a, on a just a kind of cliff notes. It it's this a uh, woman telling us why we shouldn't grow a beard and kind of being snarky about why men grow beards in general. It's basically the gist of the article.
2: Because uh, I'm too
0: lazy to share. Not kind of
1: snarky. All the snark. Yeah. But that's how you get yeah. readers sometimes these days is to get you have to put the snark in there, you know, because they'll hate read it. And I'm like the clickbait. And I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. But yeah.
0: Yeah, she definitely was snarky, which I get, you know, like you said, brings in the, brings in the clickbaits or the bait clicks and you going to call them? But uh mm. Clickbait. yeah, I did like that. She prefaced it. Like, I guess she has some wild hair and she's like, if a man ever told me I can't wear my hair blookity blook, uh, I'd be up in arms. Mm. So then she turns around and then just like lays on the men shave your beards, you know, shave your effing beards, excuse me.
1: I take it things with a grain of salt. My biggest complaint is, is that she opened it also with, uh, siding with Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> apparently Gillette was having is it they probably are still, still having. having financial issues.
0: Oh, I looked at their stocks and the Proctor and Gamble, who owns Gillette,'s doing doing so-so okay. But uh, I think Gillette was sh- shaved or shaved, haha. Like seven billion, yeah. seven billion dollars in profit <laughs> in a couple of years. Nice. Wow. Nice. Yeah. That's a good
1: pun. Though. I like that.
0: Working on my dad jokes, you yeah. know, gotta keep them. Right.
1: But yeah, it, and then and then she gives like reasons why. And I, I get it with the whole kind of hipster. I'll be honest, hipsters can be annoying and they have kind of overtaken the beard culture a little bit too much sometimes. And I'm like, okay. Well,
2: I mean, which came first, the beard or the hipster? I mean, the
1: beard,
0: the beard's been around.
2: since.
1: Right.
0: And then
2: I I don't think, I don't think that this is just my opinion. I don't think that, you know, hipsters, you know, kind of usurped it or, you know, tried to i don't know when i think of hipsters i don't immediately think beards i think you know hats and flannel and really stuff like that necessarily I'm, I'm,
0: yeah that's just me uh, but jean cut off shorts that were physically cut no scissors uh beards really? sideways hats so it's like bros huh. but bearded bros that are weird i don't know like hipster and hobo i have a hard time telling the difference between the two of them you know Really? I mean, I guess like I'm. Would you consider me a hipster? I mean,
1: no, no. not necessarily. No, not really. No, no. sorry, buddy. But then uh, she doesn't spare them. She also goes after like the CrossFit crowd and like the the kind of like the more into the bro territory of like, yeah, bro, I'm, I lifted this, but my beard is like this long, so I'm like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm tough. And I'm like, okay, so you're going after just like dude categories. I guess maybe I,
0: I imagine she had like a, uh, a dartboard in her office <laughs> and oh just aim for the dudes She'd put a little tags on there and Oh, hipsters. Okay. they, they suck. And workout bros <laughs> CrossFit. Yeah, they suck. Okay.
1: Kind of even just to kind of bring it around to the end of, I won't summarize the whole article. It's, it's out there. If you want to find it, it's not too hard to find if people they're listening, they want to read it. But uh, she ends with, now she ends on a warm note-ish. She's like, uh, just shave your beards because I want to see your your face, basically. And I'll be honest, my wife has said this before, is like sometimes she prefers me clean shaven because that's how I met her. And sometimes she just likes to see my face without any hair on it. But I've gotten used to the goatee or the hair that I have, so I don't want to shave. It. <laughs> so it's kind of gotten to that kind of circular argument. But I'll shave the sides... So at least you can see my cheeks, but I'll keep the kind of the goatee action going.
2: Yeah, but that's what I've got. done rocking the same thing that you are. But I, I don't know. It's I hate I hate facial hair, but I also hate shaving. So <laughs> I'm I'm kind of caught between a, a rock and a hard place. But for me, I wear a mask at work all day, and then the mask starts pushing the mustache into my mouth. That's annoying. Just trim
1: the mustache. Though. Just trim that's, the mustache
2: for Yeah, I I know. Yeah, it just kinda of looks weird when there's just the beard and no mustache, or or if the must if the beard is thicker and forward than the mustache. To me, I just mm-hmm. think it looks a little wonky. But I also have sleep apnea. So with my CPAP, the beard it gets gets in the way and that's kind of annoying. I, I don't know, just the longer that it gets, the more annoying I find it. It's to the point like where I can actually see in my peripheral vision my facial hair and it, it's distracting. I not I'm not you used to it. You just get used to it, man. I don't know. And- Uh, I I don't know. And then Mrs. Irish Giant, she, she likes the facial hair. I don't care either way. My BFF doesn't like the facial hair. So, you know, I've got one ball on each
0: cord. I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, just always just do what you you want to. It's it's, Irish Giant. That's,
2: that's how you live. It's 20, it's 2020. So nothing makes sense. Well, that's the thing. Like for the longest time, like Mrs. Irish Giant, would get mad if I shaved my facial hair. And then you know, I, I said to her, "I was like, well, you know what? You can do whatever you want with your hair. I that's, don't tell that's you." That's a weak argument; it never works. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's well. I mean, it, it it worked eventually, and then she's like, "Okay, do whatever you want." And I was like, "Oh, thank you for giving me
1: permission <laughs> <to do whatever laughs>
0: my body." I thank you for mind. my body.
1: It, again, it's a, it's a clickbait article, and it's, it's again, it's labeled as opinion, so it's not news. <laughs> no, it's so, not news. <laughs> let's take it with a grain of salt, oh. and and just. Basically, just trim it. If you have a beard, trim it, take care of it, which we've already mentioned before. Uh, And just don't neglect it and just don't let it get all crazy and you'll be fine. There you are.
0: And just to uh, dovetail Jim's statement there, you know, own the beard. Don't let the beard own you. So, Mm. yeah, true. So, if it's getting out of control and you're not liking it anymore, get rid of it. You know, if you still like it. Yeah. But see, that's... that's See,
2: that's the problem with me. Like, I'm also going bald, which is fine. I've accepted that. But if I shave my head completely bald and then I shave my facial hair, I, I literally look like a dick. I look like a dickhead. You're kind of like a
1: you're kind of like a portly Bruce Willis.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. But he looks like a dickhead. So yeah, but he's you know. Bruce Willis He is kind of a dick. Yeah, Bruce Willis. He is Bruce Willis. I'm not Bruce Willis. Instead, portly Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. anyway so that that's uh
0: that's my dilemma right on
2: oh and, and coronavirus
0: yeah that's a dilemma for everyone okay i think that's gonna do it for our article thanks jim Peter, the Peter, that laughing there in the background i'm oh, sorry uh so next up we have some bourbon so let's get our cups out and we'll taste some tasty tasty eagle rare all right so let's get into some good bourbon so this is from buffalo trace this is eagle rare. It is one of my favorite bourbons and I try to buy it anytime I see it. It's a 10-year bourbon, minimum of 10 years. It's not as hard to find as Buffalo Trace for some reason and it always interests me because it's only it's like a 5 or 6 dollar difference in price between the two.
1: So here in Florida it's hard to find.
0: What Eagle Rare is?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I know there's, I think, the major outlets here have lists that you have to get on to get Eagleware, I think. A listing to oh, buy really? it? Yeah, I think some places do. It's because, like, again, bourbon hunters down here are relentless. Avid, yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's on a list here, too. You can only buy, in Virginia, one a day, one bottle a day. Um, But that's hmm. new because of the restrictions on COVID and things are hard to find, harder to find. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, I guess we'll taste it and then we'll talk a little bit more after that. So before
2: before I taste it before tasting it, I just like the nose on this. To me, it smells like I'm just standing in a walk-in humidor. It is just cedar and wood. It smells so friggin' good. I'm not even taste it yet. I'm really excited for this yeah, one. Got
1: some good legs on it. Uh, did you see some yeah, legs. Yeah, got nice legs. It's, it's really a pretty color. What bourbon should look like, <laughs> right? Not yeah. yellow. Yeah, of... Uh, yeah, just a deep straw. Well, yeah, caramel looks like caramel. Yeah, nice deep yep. caramel.
0: You're right. The nose is. Yep. I pick up definitely, but now you're kind of say it. I'm like, hmm. Did you inset me?
2: Cedar, peat. You know. All right. Cheers. Let's launch you. Smooth. A little burn on the back, but pretty smooth.
0: I don't get any burn, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe very, like the very burn. very end of it. Yeah. Very.
1: Hmm. What's the proof? It, the it is ninety
0: proof, forty-five. Okay. Which you know we've we've had it doesn't we've had eighty proof on here.
2: Sorry, and nice. it's
0: uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's Word. Word. yeah, yeah. This
2: is for for that. This is brand, that's the difference. That's why you get with proof, quality. This is a
1: quality product. Yeah. So you get that with, with quality. It, I, I think yeah. it's been a while since I've had an Eagle Rare bottle, but yeah, I remember it now. It's this is beautiful. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I just want to keep smelling it. Like, before I, it's just the, the smell is amazing.
0: It's one of the few distilleries that mm. you can find. Well, again, I guess Jim's saying it's harder to find in Florida, but up here it's not been too bad to find. But they it's a age label, right? They put 10 on there, and a lot mm. of other places are just you know NAS, non-age specific. So it's nice to see it's nice to find a, a decently priced bourbon with an age statement on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed.
0: So I'm getting caramel, which you know you should right mm-hmm.
2: I actually don't get that
1: I'm getting a little bit of sweetness definitely
2: I got a little bit of I get a little bit of raisin or prune or a something bit of prune like that it,
1: yeah
0: I will say it's not it doesn't involve as much as some other ones we've had like that uh single pot willet I thought was pretty pretty spectacular mm-hmm.
2: yeah it doesn't linger i mean the the burn in the in my chest a little bit but yeah. the flavor is just. It's good. It just makes you want to just drink more. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, but put a little, put definitely a little not bit a mixing water. bourbon. So, yeah, a little bit of water, but yeah, definitely not a mixing bourbon for sure. Is there any? Uh,
2: is it? It's a little spicy. Is there any rye in that mash? Do you know?
1: I doubt it. I don't believe there is. I don't get any rye off of it because I just drank a rye last night. I didn't get any. Isn't there, there's, there's huh.
2: a- yeah, I got just just a little little pepper. Kind of
1: taste to it. I'm not getting any rye right off of it because like rye, I, like rye has that tanginess to it. I'm just, I'm just getting more smooth notes. Uh, a lot, a yeah. lot more, like I, I just get
2: like, like the, like the kind of like the black pepper spiciness that I associate with a rye. I kind of get on the back.
1: I end get of maybe it. a hint of that, but it's, it's followed up by the, the kind of the, what's the word I'm looking for? Sweet. The, the they have, they have a sweetness, the, the the kind of the deepness of the of the oak a little bit, kind of. Takes away any kind of bite it has. I mean, it still has a bite to it, but it's yeah. So there is, you know what? There I is a little bit I... ride. There's about ten percent or less. Is what I'm thinking. really okay. There is, well, okay. Then, okay. hey, yeah. I'm trying for the win.
2: Right on. See, that's what I think. Or, I think what I am not gonna say like most about, it, but what I do really like about it is, is a lot of times when you'll get something that's been aged and and it's got that nice woody scent to it and then you drink it and then it's like you're biting into a block of wood and it's disgusting and the wood overwhelms the flavor and you don't get that with this you just get it on the nose like you should and then you know you get you know an appropriate level of that nice woodsy taste and then and then it goes away it doesn't it's not like you're i don't feel like a termite just choking on wood
1: (laughs) (laughs) double
0: entendre Yeah, yeah
1: wink wink Not nice. no not just anymore
0: yeah so i'm i'm on uh, their website here and then they're saying we should be getting orange peel herb honey leather and oak now nah, i don't know if
1: oak for sure I I do.
0: i'm not getting leather at all
1: i've never understood the leather no. whenever they describe whiskeys or scotch well maybe with like peaty scotches I've, maybe leather yeah. but not with smooth bourbon like this
0: i don't get that at all i think no. honey's a good term because it's sweet but it's not sugary mm-hmm. caramel caramel
2: Right. And then uh just, just got to ask what the uh, what's the price point on this? Cause for me, I, I would drop I'd drop fifty
0: bucks for a bottle. Of that. So this is like I said earlier, uh it's really well priced. I believe it comes in between 32 and 35.
1: Nice. So I think I I paid a little bit more for the bottle down. Here. I think I paid like 40 something for this when I bought it down here. This, that was last year.
0: Yeah, even at even at 40, I don't think you're going wrong. I mean it's a little little more than than retail, but um,
1: right. It's
0: I would put this on a comparable shelf to any other forty dollar bourbon without even thinking oh, about it.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, this if to be completely honest, if I saw this on a shelf next to Basil Hayden's, which is I think a little
2: bit more. That is exactly what I, I was would pick Eagle
1: Rare first. I mean, I love Basil Hayden's, but I think Eagle Rare has a little bit Wait, over.
2: Really, you take yeah, this over I Basil would. Hayden's? I would. I would not really. I yeah no, be, I don't know. Basil is still my favorite hmm. for that price range. Um,
1: well, basil's that and uh, usually around fifty something, sorry, yeah. isn't it? So it's like a little bit more, but no, so basil would, comes in at forty. No, because it does. Okay, yeah,
2: because yeah, because you can get it. Uh, actually, I was looking at it today. You can buy a handle of it for seventy nine ninety nine at uh, at ABC, and then hmm. and that's the sale price. But then yeah, just a regular seven fifty mil is is thirty nine. Okay, 99.
1: maybe I'm maybe I'm digging the one. Now, so there's a two of them. there's one and then there's the aged one. Maybe I'm thinking of the aged one instead.
2: Well, there's there's the there's there's that one. There's the aged one and then they've got the uh, they've got the rye version. The rye one I think runs about. I think yeah, one was fifty
1: four. The thing is though, is they can't put it on the shelf here because somebody will come along and buy them all. So they have to <laughs> put it behind the counter because people know that it's from Buffalo Trace, so they buy it up. Yeah. See, that's but you, but you can put Basil's out there and it won't get it won't get usurped like that but
0: yeah 33 bucks you can't you can't really beat
1: this um no i'm trying to think
0: of other things in the same same price point
1: um well i remember what back in the day weller used to be that price for like just the yeah the traditional well there's a great great whiskey for that
0: price of 33 bucks if you can find it anywhere yeah <laughs> right
1: but again it's also another buffalo trace related yeah. product i'm amazed at how well they've like
0: dominated the bourbon market or a portion of the bourbon market. Cause they have, I mean, all the wellers, which is super rare to find a pain in the ass to find. Um, Eagle rare is somewhat hard to find. Apparently Buffalo trace, the actual mm. bourbon, not this st- to the distillery. Is it? A- EH Taylor, E.H. Taylor, uh, Blanton's we've got, um, what's the other one? Elmer T Lee, happy uh, Pat is Pappy part of the pa- family too. Yeah. Van Winkle. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, yeah, they they own a large portion of the hard-to-find, to say the least, bourbon
1: market. I, I think you can all trace it back to that article about maybe five, six years ago that was the makers of Pappy Van Winkle. They're like, if you can't find this one, buy these because it's in the same family. And then everybody and their uncle read that article and then started buying it.
0: Yeah, I will say they, they've also doubled or I think even tripled the size of their facilities within the last last three or four years mm. so these you are seeing more in the market without um you know it all being hoarded by enthusiasts but anyway it is an excellent bourbon it is one of my favorites for something that's supposed to be not hard to find but maybe right is.
2: Yeah. but hey that price point too like you said yeah that that's can't beat that yeah i would definitely pay that
0: well, any any final comments before I wrap the show and we uh, segue to the silent beam?
2: Uh, really? I mean, thanks for sharing that with me. That's definitely one of the uh, highlights of the tastings we've done, I think.
0: All right. I think that's going to do it. As always, we really appreciate you listening to the show. Um, if you want to reach out, come talk to us. We are on the social medias. We have a Facebook page. We have a website. That's bbbpodcast.net. That should be getting some updates here soon um and we also have a twitter stream twitter feed tweet storm
1: at bourbonbeards on twitter
0: and we update that pretty frequently and uh jim jim takes care of that and it's way funnier than if if i were updating it so
1: (laughs) i wait for the inspiration to strike me at three in the morning (laughs) there we are and i've had a few
0: (laughs) all right so i think that's gonna do it and again thanks for listening to the show (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks for staying to the end. We're now going to the silent B portion of the show. It's the interesting part of the show that doesn't fit with the beards, brews, and bourbons. That's why it's called silent. Oh my. So a lot of times we talk about fun things, deep, thoughtful things, sometimes stupid things. This is gonna be kind of in the between of those. Okay, so here, here here's the thing. Let's talk about drones and drone delivery services. This is a little bit out there, but okay, okay. Uh, so Google yeah. has a project wing, which they've been working on for a number of years. And it's a, it's literally a drone that flies in the air and delivers product to you. And so then mm-hmm. they have a really limited rollout uh, in one of the cities up here in Virginia. And so you can, you can order something literally from CVS or you can order something from a little bakery. And I don't know the mechanics of it per se, uh, but the load up on the drone and they'll fly it to your front yard and lower it down on a winch, and then you can pick up your your item that you ordered. It's all contactless service, right? Nice. So I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, I, "It's that's kind of exciting. It's kind of cool." Oh, I should mention. Uh, I believe the UK uh, Domino's in UK or one of the pizza companies is doing. Uh, drone delivery service with like a, a motorized rolling robot that, <laughs> that comes to your door. They're
1: taking our, <laughs> our <germs>. <laughs> <laughs> And so
2: I
0: thought that might hit a little close to home there. But uh, so what, and it doesn't have to be necessarily drone, it's just automated delivery of something um, is exciting to you uh, about that. So I, I'll start kind of get it going through here. Um, on this last Sunday, I really wanted a hot coffee and a bacon sandwich, like a, a bacon tomato sandwich. Mm. And I had no bacon. Oh. I had no coffee. And I was like, man, this sucks. And I don't really want to go to the store. So I made do with you know tea or something gnarly. But, uh, mm-hmm. and I would just really like to had called uh, call the drone service, had him come out, deliver my hot coffee and bacon sandwich, because bacon's amazing. Well,
1: couldn't you have called shipped or yeah yeah i could have done
0: that too and that would have been the same thing but i want it automated, that's cool highly contactless
1: so you don't want to so you don't want to deal with humans at all yeah no human contact (laughs) at all yeah um so that's kind
0: of where i was thinking and again doesn't have to be necessarily like you know if you want to get dildos ordered to your house and have it contactless delivered that's cool too i was just kind of trying to spitball something that might be a little Little technology there
2: yeah but can, can you imagine that like a drone malfunctions and drops its cargo on somebody and like cause of death was like airborne fucking dildo like <laughs> that's gonna suck or you know funny you, story or you, or get, it would be a good story or you get like a or you get like a second degree burn because you know a fucking pepperoni pizza just you know blasts you right in the face because you know a drone screwed up or I don't know, or somebody shot the drone out of the sky. It's my be. It's, it's 20 feet yeah, off right? the ground. Exactly, yeah.
1: Well, I think yeah. with the drones, I think we're closer to automated truck. I think the closest thing we're going to get is that – because they're already on the road. There's automated trucks. Well, like, uh, yeah. or I know, something, or something? Well, the Tesla's developing them. Okay. And they're just uh, – Well, these, Nissan is too, I think. And, like, driverless cars. And they already have with the one that doesn't even require you to drive. It's, you can sit in the passenger seat. It will drive itself. So I think we're closer yeah. to vehicles driving themselves than we are to drones because again with well, drone technology and, and with like well, the liability's got to be a hell like of a lot less airspace above people's homes not necessarily I would think because roads are are because roads they're they're here they're we know like they're 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 laid out they're there airspace is a lot more chaotic Any I would think especially in Florida I
2: think like 6 inches in diameter you have to register with the FAA. So anything that a com- anything that a company has in the air has got to be registered with the FAA so they know what's in the air when you know and that's just even as a hobbyist if you have a drone over a certain size you have to register with the FAA where you're supposed to. Right, it's, it's a weight class is issue. A, yeah, so I don't know. Like like right now, CBS is doing drone deliveries of all places in Florida in the Villages, uh, which I think is... Really? Yeah. The Villages? Yeah,
0: I don't know why for those of you who don't. Which know. is for people who aren't from Florida, right. the Villages is the old folks community that's super pimp. Right. Like they have restaurants and uh, the golf carts you can drive on the street everywhere. Yeah. So,
2: so like... Florida is already God's waiting room, but then the villages is like <laughs> when you go to the villages. Really,
0: God's waiting. Yeah, room.
2: so uh, when you go to the villages, it's God's waiting room, but with like stuff to do in the waiting room to keep you occupied while well, you wait for the release. Sweet, sweet release of death. And I don't know. For me, I don't particularly think of that particular demographic being as technologically savvy as other generations so I, I i just found it interesting that i mean maybe it's because of the you know the limited mobility on one side but on the other side everybody has a freaking golf cart in the villages but i mean yeah i just thought it was interesting they picked it out so they'll deliver prescriptions or they'll deliver certain over-the-counter items and stuff like that and
0: well i mean not to like pee too dark but yeah definitely mobility is an issue for the elderly i mean florida and arizona definitely have some lax uh driving regulations for the elderly like i think you're oh, yeah. mm-hmm. every 10 or 20 What's years you have test? to get a new driver's license yeah yeah well florida does have an eye test but it's a static eye test so it doesn't really dynamic my images mine I in 1995 and then never again so you know i'm good
2: whatever
1: the applications are endless with like automatic delivery i just think we're we're more willing to take the roads first before we let airspace kind of again because it's chaotic with the storms and the Weather patterns in Florida because one minute it's clear, the next minute it's yeah. torrential downpour.
0: Yeah. Well, but I'm thinking more of a, like, would I rather be hit by a drone that's falling out of the sky uncontrolled, or would I rather be hit by a four thousand pound vehicle uh, careening off the road uncontrolled? And I'll, I'll take my chances. With the drone, but,
1: but you yeah. know where the cars are going to be. The cars are going to be on the road most of the time. The drone, you don't, you you won't see that coming. <laughs> it, could just fly. it could, like the engine, darko, just drop on top of you and kill you, and you wouldn't even know. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. Th- I think we're closer to automated vehicles.
2: <laughs> I, I think for right, right now it's, it's just a novelty. I mean, I can I can go on to Uber Eats, or I mean, I can get. Food, groceries, booze, and weed all delivered from my phone right now. Whether it's contactless, automated, or if there's a human involved, makes no difference to me. Drop it off on my porch. I don't have to see you. It's fine. I don't care if there's a robot involved or not. So for me, it doesn't really, it's just more of a novelty right now. At this point, I don't really see the advantage on a consumer level. From the business side, sure, you know, well, you're not paying drivers. And you're not paying drivers. The the drones and the automated vehicles don't need to, you know, I mean, they yeah, they need to recharge and stuff like that, but they don't have the downtime. They don't need to only work eight hours a day. You know, you can have one go do the delivery, let it recharge, send another one out immediately. It's just an endless cycle. So, I mean, when people say, you know, you're going to lose jobs to all this automation, which is true, there are going to be jobs that are lost, but then there's also going to be a whole new section that's expanded because there's going to be, there's going to be. You need people to keep the infrastructure for the drones, you know, and technicians to maintain all these things. So that's that's the only thought that I've ever had. Is just like you know, jobs lost, jobs created. But at at this point, I think it's just it's it's everything's just in its infancy. We don't really know where everything's going to go. So,
0: so is there anything that excites you about it? Then no, the only thing that excites. (laughs) The only, the, no. the only
2: thing that excites me is is me personally playing with a drone, which is fun. I had one and then I lost it in a tree. Yeah. But
1: uh, you know, and
2: oh, oh, by the way, uh, see
1: drone lost in a uh, tree. Drone. Can't trust. By the him. way,
2: if, well, I was the one controlling it. Uh, for cat Murdoch, if you ever can't trust you ever want to see that cat go insane, get like a little micro drone, and cats love drones. I mean, they will do all kinds of acrobatic stuff to, to kill a drone. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, bro.
0: me. Yeah, we'll we we'll have to see. Uh, he's kind of a he's a scaredy cat. We'll no,
1: nah. we'll, uh, I get it. Yeah, I mean it's exciting. It's the, te- I mean technology is always exciting. Uh, but again, I just maybe I'm getting cynical. You middle aged? No, 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 no. no, no <laughs> you no, no. just thought that. But I'm just like, what? What are the consequences? We are going to lose jobs. I mean, especially going back to like the automated trucks that deliver. Uh, I mean, we have a friend who does truck driving. He makes decent money. Doing, he makes a living doing it. So, is his job going to get lost because an automated truck yes. company decided to phase out drivers?
2: Yeah, trucking. Yeah, trucking. well, yeah, that's that's gonna that's gonna take a huge hit in the next decade. Yeah, absolutely. You're gonna start yeah. seeing trucks Long-term. on the road like like in uh, the only the only movie that I could think of on the top of my head was was the last uh, Wolverine movie. Where, Logan, yeah, Logan, yeah. where you know they've got the automated trucks and you're going to start seeing that in the next five or ten years And you know yeah. because the it's, shipping is it's time is money and if you know you can have something driving for mm-hmm. hours and hours and hours you don't have to worry about it falling asleep at the wheel you don't have to worry about drug testing them you know and that's mm-hmm. that's going to save money too so yeah i think traditional truckers are going to start feeling that pressure Fairly rapidly, unfortunately, and and that sucks for them because yeah, they're they're the lifeblood of the country. Things you know, if the truckers stop working, the, the whole
0: country would just come to a screeching halt. Um, yeah, it it won't be that fast as you think. Like, I mean, long 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 haul trucking is going to get nipped first because highways are really boring and it's really easy for AI to to navigate them. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it with short haul trucking, which is within cities and local areas and roads is a lot more difficult to drive uh than to navigate so you're gonna see you're gonna see these automated vehicles doing the long haul bring it into a distribution center and then human term short haul trucker yeah yeah or at least for the interim i mean 20 years down the road now it'll all be automated but 10 years out yeah that's that's because you're gonna have a job for a while still
1: Short, short answer is, yes, I'm excited, but I'm just wary of uh, what that technology is going to be used for. And plus the government has to step in with the drones and like designate airspace and like Back to the Future 2 <laughs> and they're like, going to have lanes for drones. Or it'll be like Total Recall where you have Johnny Cab. Yeah. And it'll be like, the, the where are you going, mister? Ha ha ha. I don't know. <laughs> well, so you, it's, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, you're
0: basically interacting with Siri, you know, yeah. or Alexa. Yeah.
1: I
2: mean, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. When, when the time comes and and our and our technological robot overlords give us the choice, obviously I'm gonna to submit to their will, you know. But until then.
0: All right, guys, we're gonna nice. end it on I'll that extra that special <laughs> note there. Hell yeah. Again, this is uh, Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. Uh, this was a silent bee where we talk about nonsense. I am your host, Greg silent Scott. Bee. <laughs> After hours. <clears throat> And I've got my two buddies with me.
2: <laughs> Irish giant first. This time we'll change it up a little
1: bit. I, I thought I went first. Wait.
2: Normally, yeah, but but you were you were you were you were delayed there. Yeah.
1: Sorry, Jay Beaverton is uh, his internet connection is uh it heard him talking about technology, and now it's trying to kill him.
0: That's it. Thanks for listening to the show,
1: guys. Technology
0: All right, Kermit. Peace.